Hey, everybody, this week on Three Sides of the Coin, we dig, start digging into my footlocker of kiss crap. There's some interesting stuff that we find, and we only get through the first half of it real quickly. This is some cool stuff. Like, we discovered that there was talk of a kiss Burger King flame broiled burger. I found the details in my footlocker. This is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Hey, Three Sides of the Coin. We're starting with three. What are the odds we end with three? Not good. (laughs) Although I am home. So. Yeah, Mark is home. Tommy's in his office. So let's, you know, let's take take bets. Who's gonna Who's gonna end up at the end of the show here? Hold on, I think we'll make all this all three of us will make it. Hold on, here's, so, here's something for handicapping the bet. The Vegas odds. I've already eaten dinner. Oh boy, that makes the odds really good that Mark's staying. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Early oh, dinner, on. huh? I, well, um, look, everybody. It's what the fuck is that? What are we Tommy, doing? turn off your volume. I know. I'm trying to get to the comments, man. Sorry. Oh Jesus, he's getting ready to read comments too. Oh, I actually went God. through and I answered stuff today. <laughs> Can you believe that? Mark's already eaten. Tommy's researching comments. <laughs> Holy crap. What's next? Cats and dogs living together? There you go. Oh my God. And that what um, yeah, what's next? Magic is gonna be released? Oh my god. <laughs> well I do Vinny little... does a new album. <laughs> I do have a tidbit oh for god. you kiss freaks like us. Last night, I was watching the last season of Billions on yes, Showtime. I heard about this. Yeah, I didn't know. End of the third episode, they play World Without Heroes on the outro. Really? Yeah. The Kiss version and, or the Share version? Kiss. Really? Nice. The And, and, and Billions, is, it's a Showtime show. Mm-hmm. And I really love it. I oh, love it. Plus... It totally loves heavy metal. Mm-hmm. The, the, they play Motorhead. They play Megadeth. They play classic rock and metal. Like every episode, the lead character is often wearing metal T-shirts. I mean, it's a, it, it's a, it's a cool show. I mean, Mike, check it I out. I just had this conversation with a friend of mine. I don't understand the world we're living in, even less it'll seem to you. I have people telling me about show. What would you say? It's called billions. Billions. Yeah, I I couldn't fucking tell you a TV show that's on right now, and I bet it's not. That's not even on like ABC, NBC, or CBS. No, it's just it's a show. It's a Showtime. Yeah. So so that's what I mean. I I I don't watch TV. I I don't watch TV shows. I mean, I do watch like true crime stuff and sports, but I mean, we we went over that before. But I have so many people go, "Oh, did you? Oh, I binge watched this. I wish I'm like." Who the fuck has that kind of time? 
I put I I honestly put shows like this on. Like instead of listening to music, I'll put a show on on a smaller iPad while I'm working, and it's just playing in the background. I mean, you don't watch TV. I don't. We don't swear to God when we moved here. We don't even have a TV in our living room anymore. Oh my God! How are you going to watch? No sports? TV. Uh, pirated off the internet. I mean, we I used to at, like at, our, at, our, at, at our old place, we had a, and it still works. It's very nice. It's like a 55-inch Toshiba flat screen TV. And the only person who would occasionally turn it on would be Thule to play YouTube videos on it. I never watched. All of my viewing is done on an iPad through oh, various stream that. streaming. I love it because now it's it's right here. It can be wherever I am. I put headphones on. Um, I have not watched anything on a TV set for years, and and with this move, um, our old apartment included basic cable as part of the rent so we had cable but now when we moved up here I, I i told comcast i'm like i don't want cable tv i we just don't use cable tv if i if i need to watch something news i'll open up that news channels app i'll watch it or i'm watching hbo max or i'm watching amazon prime or i'm watching disney plus or yeah, I don't TV, even know TV, anything TV, about that TV stuff. is absolutely dead to me. Um, is it going I like radio then? And I'm talking about terrestrial. I think it's actually going away faster than radio because what radio's got is it's still in all cars. AM and FM radios are still in all cars. So a lot of times when I'm driving just a short trip, it's just easier to just flip on radio and listen to the local rock station for the next 15 minutes rather than hook up my Spotify and play what I want to hear in the car. TV, I don't, again, we don't need TV at home. We absolutely do not use TV for anything. And it, it's been over a month now and the T the flat screen TV is, is sitting in the corner somewhere. And I'm like, I think we're going to put, we're going to sell this or we're going to donate it because frick, you know, it's probably a 10 year old TV. And at this point I could probably be lucky if I got a hundred bucks for it because TVs are so damn cheap now, brand new. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't want to do a big mount for a TV on the wall in the living room. And it takes up all the wall space. It's it it's a very odd feeling not having a television in yeah, your living would, room. That would be weird. I mean, like I said, Liz and I together, you know, when we're watching the TVs on, she likes watching cooking shows. But in the evening, I'll throw on. Uh, I, I do like true crime. The ID channel skid. I like that kind of stuff. But I mean, there's no like shows there's there's not a single tv show like you're saying billions or in right over my head i i i, don't, I wouldn't even know where to look 
And I don't, I don't say that like, oh, like it's bad. It's not. It's cool. I'm glad people, I think, you know, the more entertainment options, the better. But that's just not something that I would even, I would even know where to find or even find any sort of interest in it. Um, like I said, sport, I, I, I still dig all, you know, sports. And yes, Tommy, I'm actually, I'm going to watch the game tomorrow. So, um, uh, cause, uh, the, Tommy, you're muted. Look, I'm glad you are. I get why you don't, but we had, we used to have such great discussions about it. And yeah, I know you had such an affinity for football and loved it so much. And I understand why you feel the way you feel, but I'm glad to hear that you're at least going to watch one game. Well, look, tomorrow, I mean, it's, it's Thursday night. Um, that's the whole thing. It's, it's, it's Thursday night. It's, you know, like Sunday afternoons. I, I can go bike riding. I can go do stuff. Thursday night is Thursday night, you know. So, and, and again, I haven't, my, my love for the game hasn't went anywhere. I still love the game. Um, mm-hmm. Just don't like the way the, the franchise treats. You've just accepted customer. what your team is. Yeah. Well, to me, and I think I've uh, you know mentioned this before. It's I tell you what, if you we want to tie that into Kiss, um, yeah. if 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 you're not happy with the product, and then they keep raising the price on the product and tell them tell tell you they're doing you a favor, you have, have, as a, a consumer as have the obligation to go. You know, I'm done. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean I don't still love it, but I mm-hmm. will no longer support it. Um, you know, that's the funny thing, like with Kiss, because I've never. Even when I didn't like the product, I still, and I'm not, I'm not, this is, I'm being serious here because we joke a lot. I, I didn't like Crazy Nights. I wasn't crazy about Asylum. Um, Hot in the Shade, I thought was terrible. But I, I went to the tours. I still bought the records. I still searched the magazine stands for any article on those records of course too when you're doing that you don't know the record's bad yet or you don't you know what i mean you didn't know it you right. bought it so i mean it's always piqued my interest but kiss was maybe i'll get that way again with the lions but i just knew in my heart that kiss was going to come back and and it didn't had to me it had nothing to do with makeup at all and i've said that forever on this show um it, the, the music's everything um, yeah, the, the trappings and the makeup. Yeah, sure, that made it even more cool. But, you know, it was the tunes. It's always been the tunes. That's what hooks you. Yeah, the image, you know, tempts you, but it's the songs that hook you. So, you know, I'm going, oh, boy, this animalized record isn't that great. Uh, uh, asylum, uh, uh, you know, on the shade. Oh, boy. But I was rewarded. Boom, revenge comes out. Mm-hmm. back in the saddle man and very happy and um you know so but going back to you know like with with the lions you know i i told this story before but for those of you who haven't heard it uh, i i got a letter because i was a, i i was a season ticket holder for about 20 years and i got a letter right before the you know right where they were saying hey you know we're not going to raise the prices and making it sound like they're doing us I figure, matter of fact, I found the the email because I, I I sent it to a friend. I'm like, how would you take this? Because I I let I called him. I said, you you guys are fucked. I, you've had you know I've spent you know whatever thousands of dollars every year on this product. It's terrible. You're treating us like garbage, and then you have the audacity to tell me, hey, we're hey, hey Mr. Chikini, we're not going to raise your prices this year. Well, you shouldn't. 
You shouldn't have, you shouldn't even have said that. You just should have said, you know what? We keep fucking up year after year. We keep tripping over ourselves year after year. We promise you the moon and we give you shit. We are so sorry. We are so thankful to have you. No, nothing like that. So finally, I had enough. And fortunately for me, that was the, the COVID year. That was going to be the first year that I was, you know, so I didn't miss it. And um, since then, I will tell you, you know, I'm <laughs> while we're, while we're talking about football. I'm not buying into the hype. Uh, I think you guys being that you guys just, you know, casually follow sports. And I know that you guys both like football a lot. I'm sure you know the hype that's going on with the Lions right now. I, I don't buy it. I'll tell you why I don't buy it because I've lived this shit before. That's why I'm talking to two guys who are in the same boat with a different team. uh, But hold on, hold on. Again, and we've went through this. You guys both love the Minnesota Vikings. When I was a kid, that was my favorite team. I liked them more. I was a huge Fran Tarkenton fan and Alan Page and all those guys. I love the fucking Bud Grant, great coach. I love. I was a huge Minnesota Vikings fan when I was a kid. But why? Because they were winners. They were tough. They were a good team. The purple people eaters, man. I ate that shit up. I loved it. You know, collecting football cards. I I, I wanted to make, I, I wish I could get nothing but, you know, Viking cards when I was a kid. That was like, you know, getting their cards was always special to me. So I get it. But you can't, you don't do that with the Lions. You, again, how long is the Super Bowl? Did they even make cards for the Lions? <laughs> yes, <they did. laughs> But, Obituary but again, cards. If you if they do if they do the history of the Super Bowl, you know, how many, you know how many you know how many Lions clips it'll be? Zero, not yeah. one. Won't even, won't, they won't even mention them. So it's no. There'll be a go. shot of them sitting in the stands going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. So, but again, and it's it's fun. Here's where you tied into the Kiss thing for a long time. That's what it was like being a Kiss fan. You, you know, they didn't get any respect. Blah blah blah. But you stuck with it. And, and again, like I said, I don't, my whole thing is I'm never going to spend line and spend money on a, the NFL or B the Detroit lions in the foreseeable future. I can't ever see spending money on them again. And I just, well, and I'm not advocating you do so. No, no, no. I'm just saying I, 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 my, my love for the sport hasn't gone. I'm just, I just don't like being treated like a piece of garbage. That's all. And, um, you know, that's that's what it was. And I and I think to a degree, too, and this is otherwise it'll turn into a sports podcast. I do think that the NFL is a bit turning into the WWF. I, I don't like a lot of what's going on. I, I miss the way things were done in the 70s. I just think it was more of a, a you know, brutal, more. It was There's more something to be said about a Vikings Detroit Lions game outdoor at the Met, yes. Met Stadium in December yes. when the ground is as hard as concrete yes. and there's 12 inches of snow and more coming down. That was tough. Mm-hmm. My first foot, my, the first sporting event I ever, I mean, football, um, my dad took us, we sat on the bleachers outside we wrapped in blankets at Tiger Stadium because that's when the, the Lions uh, played it, the football and uh, I mean a lot of most yep. number before the indoor stadiums and that was just the game and I tell you what I I, I was a little kid but I remember that day I remember oh, yeah. the blanket over us I remember yep. my mom packed a ton of hot chocolate and I remember just having a ball you know what I mean watching watching the uh, the home team play you know it's just you make awesome. out with a girl in front of your parents 
Yeah, I married her. <laughs> yeah, no, I no. know you. I get it. I'm I'm not arguing any of that. I just look forward to football season every year. It's just something I enjoy doing. Kyle and I get together. We go to Carboni's. We watch the game. Have some two for one beers, a sandwich. It's a lot of fun. We're on a bunch of Viking lunatics that are screaming if they're winning and screaming if they're losing. And it's just fantastic. You know, so I know how much you love, just like, you know, you love Eddie Shore old time hockey. That's, that's true. But, and, but the same, although the NHL is, is the game itself has changed. Um, and again, I, I won't go too, too far into this because like football, I think it's a little too, I don't know little too entertainment driven now, meaning the entertainers yep. and, and certain guys get more of the calls than, uh, whereas, whereas hockey, just the game has changed. It's faster. They, they went to the European model from the North American model. It's a, again, I've grew up playing hockey my whole life. So I've noticed the, the game is faster. It's more European than it ever was. It was a brutal game you know, through in the, in the, in the North and South America or not South America, North and North America, you know, United States and Canada. And then when that, when that switched, you know, when the, when the, uh, the European game came out, it was just a lot faster. So the, 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 the NHL wimped out when they had to start wearing helmets <laughs> <I'll tell you laughs> and what, the goalies I, had to put on face masks. Yeah. It's Mike, like, it's funny. Funny. You brought that up. Pussies. <laughs> When I when bunch I bunch of pussies 18, take that hockey puck into the eye eye socket. I leave for swear us. To God, swear to God, at eighteen years old, we didn't have to wear helmets anymore. And I played one fucking game, um, and I'll never forget. I was playing defense, and the slap shot went right. And I wouldn't have a helmet cage, nothing. Slap shot went right by my head, hit the crossbar. And as I turned around, the puck hit me in the fucking mouth. Right in the, I still remember it like it was yesterday. And if that thing would have hit me in the mouth, it would fucking just destroyed my my teeth. And, you know, I would have been in bad shape. You would look like all and, the other goalies. <laughs> so and from that game on, I, I, it was funny because that was like the first game. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't, tough guy. I don't have to fucking wear a helmet. Now that we're playing, you know, in this league and that they didn't require because now I'm over 18 and 18 and over. I don't fuck one game, man. Puck hit me in the mouth. And that, again, it came off the crossbar. It would hit me direct. It would have fucking did some major damage. But the part that was really memorable about it is, you know, my lips cut and bleed and blah, blah, blah. This is at the end of the game, too. Here's what I remember about that. I go home, go to bed next morning. It was still bleeding and my mouth was together. And when I opened my mouth to like yawn when I got up, <laughs> this part of the lip was from the dried blood was stuck to this top part of the lip. <laughs> and I opened my mouth. Uh, I mean, I could have woke the fucking dead. I screamed. It hurts so <laughs> fucking bad. Next thing I know, blood, you know, like Gene Simmons, you know, blood fucking everywhere. I'm like, you know, note to self. Wear a face mask. Um, did you, know, you do a bass? Around. Did you grab a bass and do a solo? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, hey, you know, I, I wanted to talk about something really quick because we're talking about box sets. I can't believe I didn't know about Tommy. Are you aware of this? No. The shout at the devil box set. 
Did no. you know that, Mike? I just I I, I I saw that it's coming. I haven't looked at what's in it, how much it is. Well, I'm all focused the, on the Wasp box set. Yeah, that. Oh, I want to talk about that too. But this came today because I've been a subscriber from mm -hmm. the start. It came with this a nice big full four page pullout of all Motley Crew, which I thought was, you know, isn't cool. doesn't that hold on? Just seeing that doesn't make you feel pretty cool. Old school. Old yeah. school. So it folds out into this is kind of this kind of bummed me out though. What what did you guys notice from this? Huh? What do you notice from that? There's no McMars. Yes. That's wrong. If you're going to do a four page kind of poster fold out. It doesn't surprise me about Motley though, because you know, they, they've basically totally written off anything that John Karabi was involved but you, but in. You put, you put this thing out as, again, I, this came, I, this came with this. So, you know, it's a paid ad. You know, right? So you know, Motley Crue slash new cream slash whoever paid for it to put it in there, and I I get it. That again, that was one of those things when remember when I don't know a few years ago Motley was re-releasing their albums on vinyl, and they skipped over Karabi's yeah, album yeah. and they skipped over um, New Tattoo. Mm -hmm. New Tattoo, by the way, I think we talked about. I, I love. Oh my I love God, it, but I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, you're basically saying these albums never happen. Uh, you know, they're in your catalog. So so it doesn't surprise me that they'd pull that kind of stuff on. Well, here's what here's what bothered me about the uh, the to me, a shout at the devil box set to me should be a no brainer. Take my money now. I mean, really, that that is a pivotal record. Um, and it's just great start to finish. But like you said, Michael, if you were a Motley fan, and I've been a fan from day one, um, boy, talk about a band I dropped out of. Oh, boy, I did not like a, a big chunk of that band. So much so I took their patch off my jacket. I was so pissed off. But um, that's the serious. music to crash. What's that? That's serious. It is. You Matter take fact, the patch I off? I, I've got I've, I've got my jacket. Did I, I, I think you've seen I sent a picture. I put pictures of my facebook i i found my my old vest that i you know i went to that thing could talk jesus christ that that's the same vest i was wearing when i uh when i saw kiss on the crazy nights or uh well yeah crazy were, were you wearing that vest when you got hit with the meat it was i was wearing that. so there might you be some meat juice on there making out with the girl it, i was that anybody <laughs> who knew Magic. me anybody who knew me knew that that thing was uh I, well, it started off as a jean jacket, <laughs> and then the fucking arms just fell, literally fell off, and then it, you know, when it went over my leather. But anyways, the, on the music to crash cars by, all those demos are on there, and they're, I think they're on all the other re-releases. So they put a box set out, and it's like, hey, dudes, it's the same shit we got. Not only do we got, we've had it for years. Put something else out, you know cool i was really kind of bummed because i was i was literally going to go to amazon and couldn't wait to hit send and, and i'm like oh boy oh boy <laughs> there's nothing i mean it's got like a candle holder and shit like like no dude that, that's not what i want i want so so there isn't 
there isn't anything bonus material in it. What? It's just the album again? Well, it's just the album. And of course, they got these splatter vines. Let's stop there, too, guys. I, this speaking strictly for me, I couldn't give a fuck less about orange vinyl and yellow vinyl and splatter vinyl. You know, just give me something that I can listen to that sounds great. That's that's all I care about. I I don't. Oh, this comes with the blue variant and the yellow variant vinyl. I, that to me is a big who gives a fuck. But I do know people who people. Who oh, I that that that's for. that's the that is nothing but a pure money grab because they know diehard vinyl collectors will want to have every color variant. I think a lot of the people doing that now are the same people um, who are now. Now regretting buying all the McFarlane Kiss action figures because, you know, they're, they're worth no more today than when they came worth out. In they're worth less. less, they're worth less. And again, I think that's the, the problem with the, you know, this is the blue variant and the red variant. At least to me, I, I look, just give me one that sounds good. I don't give a fuck what color it is. I couldn't care less. Um, getting back to the Motley thing, it's the same, you know, the Black Widow. Don't get me wrong. These demos are fucking sweet. And if you're, I'm guaranteeing if you're a hardcore or even a big fan of Motley Crue, not necessarily hardcore, but like them, you've had, you have these in your music collection. So what's, Mike, it's, I'm glad you brought up the Wasp one. Compare and contrast. What Wasp is doing is brilliant. They're taking all those B sides and putting them all on like I'm one, making a new new album. Yes. Now, now yes, mm-hmm. and granted, all those B sides and outtakes have been available elsewhere, here and there, but they've gathered them all and they put them all on a new vinyl album. There's something which, to be said for that, though. No, I, I think that I think that's cool. I will I will also say, and this can apply to Motley. Because I've been hearing this from Wasp fans. Oh, if you're a real fan, you've got all of this. This this is a waste. I'm like, except you might have it all. There's a lot of fans that don't have everything. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fans that that have two of the vinyl, in the case of Wasp, might have two of those vinyl albums. They don't have the others. Now it's a great way for the to complete and get them all. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, to your point, I like the fact that Wasp or the label that's doing it for Wasp created a whole nother vinyl album of just outtakes and B-sides gathered them all together in one place. There's, there's, you know, I think this is hard for a diehard fan to hear, but most fans are not going crazy trying to track down every single version of every single song of every single demo they know they're out there. They just, they don't want to bother with it. So when, when, when Motley or Wasp or somebody gathers them all together and puts it into a nice package, it becomes attractive. What, what I'm finding really head scratching is like the Wasp fans that are going, Oh, that box set way too expensive for all of that. That's going to be, you know, I think depending on where you get it, you'll probably get it for a couple two hundred to three hundred dollars. I can't wait to get it. And but I'm like two to three hundred dollars for eight vinyl mm-hmm. albums, a sixty page color book, and a few other extras thrown in there. 
all you got to do is the math. What does a vinyl album cost today uh, all alone? Low end, 25 bucks if you're lucky. Most likely 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, so you're, Tommy, you're getting eight you, albums. Tommy, did you see? I, I noticed that. I And I, I didn't buy it yet because I just, you know, uh, Alice was selling his new vinyl at the show. I went to go see Alice Cooper last night and mm-hmm. uh, he had vinyl for sale. And as you can tell by my shirt, my new one, um, although his, uh, anybody knows I'm a huge ZZ fan as well. I saw ZZ Top a couple of weeks ago and they were selling vinyl too, which as, mm-hmm. as were the head of uh, Leonard Skinner was selling vinyl. Too. What are they selling vinyl at, at a show like that? 40. That's actually not bad because 40 is a lot of times what you might pay at a, at a regular store or through an online store. Usually I would think at a concert because of the markup that the venue potentially takes that vinyl album could be 50, 60 bucks. You know, because I've been gone, as you guys know, for the last month, really, I think. Really? The last time I was down. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tom. Yeah, yeah, you got more talking time. <laughs> you actually got to say something. It was cool. <laughs> but, I, you know, going back a few weeks, I saw um, Leonard Skinner, and uh, it, was, it was Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top. That pine knob, I, I don't recall ever seeing that many it was announced too as a, as a total sellout mm-hmm. but this is just one thing again tying back to kiss you know how many original members are, are in that in, in leonard skinner zero zero now you know with ronnie van zandt you know he is uh or excuse me johnny van zandt's ronnie's brother You're and right. he did once they did you know kind of start playing again as you know, the original band when there were, you know, numerous, you know, Artemis was still in the band and Billy Pollen, you know, when, you know, so I guess he gets a pass in a way, but, you know, I'll tell you. you know what? They just, all get a pass as far as I'm concerned, because I was saying this to somebody the other day. To me, music is like a football team. I'm always going to love the Vikings and I'm going to cheer for them every year, regardless of who's in the band. If it's something that's a good product. And I look at music the same way. I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna stop going to see Kiss because <clears throat> original members aren't there anymore. If the music is good, I'm gonna go. Well, you know, that's what I thought was. Though. That's what I thought was really cool about this show. I will tell you because I love Leonard Skinner. Was the music good? Oh, perfect. Well, then that's really all that matters. Per- perfect to the point where if you closed your eyes and didn't someone didn't tell you there was no original members you know johnny does a great job but and also too, look at the talent on this it ricky medlock um damon johnson um from brother kane and obviously ricky medlock from blackfoot um michael cardelloni from the damn yankees playing drums mm-hmm. and, there was a shitload of talent and they did not disappoint. They played those songs so true to form. Again, if, if you would have heard a recording of it, you wouldn't. And, and that, that's being a huge fan. You would have you would have said, OK, this is this could have been, you know, mid 80s. Or I mean, the production would have told you it was newer just because of the sound, the tones and everything. But playing wise. And the background vocals, they had the couple chicks on stage singing too, much exactly. Again, that was the whole thing, exactly like classic Skinner did. Spot freaking on. 
everything was perfect. And, and also too, you know, um, as you guys know, ZZ tops missing, uh, um, dusty Hills, no, cause yep. he passed away. Um, one thing that they do, which I think is, is kind of, you know, a nice tip of the hat in a way, but I, I, I know some concert goers who didn't know, you know, Billy Gibbons sings most of the hits, but Dusty sings Tush and they don't play that anymore. Right. Which, which is weird because, you know, that's, that's a one of their hit. signature tunes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but uh, ZZ's still Billy Gibbons. Um, wow. Matter of fact, I even made a, a Facebook post, uh, you know, uh, recently too. You know, I saw Billy Gibbons and Ted Nugent in the, the last few weeks. Those guys are in their mid seventies, and and again, go back to the what I was saying about Leonard Skinner. Close your eyes, you wouldn't know it was you know seventy guys in their mid seventies. Both those guys can still play with the best of them. I mean, well, and, and especially like, Ted and 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 Billy, because both those gentlemen are the only guitar player on stage. There's <laughs> just three piece bands because Ted's yeah. out with the three piece, and ZZ Top is a three piece. Fuck. You know, and both Billy and Ted both sing most of the song. Mm-hmm. So it's just, to me, I'm like, also tie that into what happened today. The Rolling Stones dropped a new record. Makes 80. And I, did you guys hear that song? I think Not it's yet. Dynamite. Dynamite. Not yet. Sounds like the Stones. It's yeah. awesome. Well, and the last time I saw Foreigner, I'm sorry, they're better than the original band. There's not one original guy in there anymore. Yeah, and I'm, I love. I put it this way: I, I think those first three records, and I get crucified for this from people. I think the first three Foreigner records are like perfect records. I mean, like perfect, perfect. But four was the one with you know Jukebox Hero and Waiting for a Girl Like You, and you know the the big hits. I just I thought that was a little too. Eh, I didn't like it so much at the time, but boy, especially the first record. But the first record, Double Vision, and. Uh, What's the one with Dirty White Boy or the third head for uh, head games, head games. Uh, Bill, you're, you're muted. You're, you're muted, you're Tommy. Muted. Yeah, but, I, uh, you know, if, I'm if, just if, saying, if you, like, you know, it's like it, it, it's not wrong or right. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You don't have to go. You didn't have to go and see um, ZZ but, Top if you don't want to because Dusty's gone. But it seems like when somebody dies, having a replacement's okay. But the minute that someone is still alive and they're replaced, that's just somehow a sin. And I don't know what the difference is for a lot of people. Well, here's one thing, too. I, this is where I was trying to t- tie this all in. It's funny you brought up Foreigner. I was going to talk about them. This is Pine Knob. Pine Knob sold out with Foreigner. It was Foreigner and Loverboy. So I didn't go. I like both bands, but not enough to go. Um, but sold out. You know, ZZ Top sold out. I went and saw Alice Cooper last night with uh, with Rob Zombie. And and I will tell you, Tommy, I, I, I hate saying stuff like this. I thought Ministry is, could have been the worst band I've ever seen. One of the, uh, did you, did you no, enjoy I, them? I've, I've seen them and I photographed them before. I've never seen Filter, but I missed Ministry because we were backstage. Um, I ran into Al backstage, not that he knows who I am, but I, I'm... It, it's perfect for that bill because of kind of what it is, but they're an industrial metal band. And if you weren't into the first Avenue thing in the eighties with them and some of the other uh, bands like them at the time, I can totally see why you wouldn't care for I it. Found, I'm not saying they're great. I'm not 
defending. No, no, I get that. But it's like, to me, I found ministry to just be terrible. Um, there was no melody in it. It was just all, doom, doom. I mean, yeah. like you said, it's, in, that's just not my, but it's that genre is not my cup of tea. However, I do like, cause Rob Zombie is, does have that sort of that same vibe. Enjoy that? Rob Zombie's got a bit more melody. Than melody. Can, yes. Yeah. He yes. can inject I think, into it. I think Rob knows how to write a good pop tune. And, yeah. and I do, I'm a casual Rob Zombie fan. Um, me too, I like but hits. I really enjoyed it. No, no, I've seen that's you know, it's funny. I said a friend of mine went because a bunch of my friends went actually last night. Um, I, I just I didn't stay for all because Rob Zombie headlined, which was I yeah. found out from somebody in the crew. Normally, you guys remember the Operation Rock and Roll tour back in the yeah, Judas Priest, Alice. Well, in Detroit, Alice headlined because Alice from here and you know, he's a headliner here. Most people thought that that was going to happen last night because when Alice has been on um, dual bills before he in Detroit, he'll headline. Right. Um, but he didn't hear. And then I, one of the people in the crew that I knew told me that the reason they didn't is because Rob Zombie has the bigger production. So it, it wouldn't make sense to backline against one another so but um you know i i stayed for a few zombie tunes it was good but i saw i saw rob zombie a few i've seen well i saw him at ozfest a couple of times i saw him open for ozzy um years ago and, and again i always liked rob zombie in concert uh, and again i like like the songs they're good i'm not i'm not you know i'm not going to collect bootlegs of it and stuff like that or search it out but i like it it's good but yeah, I mean, he's he does he can craft a good pop tune, um, but he and he does a, have an industrial tune. Well, and What's he that? did put it on a great show. I mean, that, this is the first time in many years that I've seen him where all of a lot of the the props were back, the pyro was back. I mean, it, during one or two songs, it was literally snowing, and they were using that same stuff that Alice uses for his bubbles, but it literally looked like a snowstorm. It was really cool. You look at people in front of you and they have snow in their hair, but it was, you know, obviously not snow. It's, it, it, I don't even know what it's made out of, but something I'd never seen before. <laughs> this is really kind of cool. So, yeah. I, again, you know, um, this is freaks on parade. For those of you that may not be aware of what we're talking about, it is circulating the country right now. And it is like the number one hottest tour other than, you know, obviously, Taylor Swift and some of the others, but I mean, for as far as rock, it, it, they're they're really doing something quite remarkable if you consider it. Because usually by this time of year, it's really hard because most people have spent their money on the summer going to festivals and other live shows, and so for them to be selling out arenas with you know fifteen twenty thousand people is pretty cool. And it's nice to see that people are showing up there to see the rock and roll. Guys, I don't want to do it today, but uh, this could be a show thing. We got two two legendary '70s bands starting their farewell concerts. You know, Kisses is only going to go till December. The other one, I'm guessing they're going to do a Kiss. Two years, do you think? That's what I'm hearing. Two years. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm guessing too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, um, Aerosmith and Kiss on their farewell tours at the same time. And I, I saw think the Crandon show. Oh, did you? 
that's where that photo came from. That I well, said, oh, no, 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 no. I, I thought you were talking, talking about Kiss. Excuse me. I thought you were talking about Aerosmith. No, 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 no. The, one. The, the Crandon Kiss show over the weekend. Well, I, update I, us. I, yeah, yeah, let's hear about it. Well, did Mark, did you have something else you wanted to finish with with that? I, you know, just I thought you said Camden. And I, I oh. thought I thought that uh, Aerosmith started in ball. I, I didn't know if they did or not. I'm like, I didn't. What? What's that? That's, you know, that's that's. No, it's not, okay. I, I want to go see him this fall. You know, I, I I've got tickets. As a matter of fact, I'm taking uh, Liz and my son Ian and his fiance are going. The four of us are going. So good. Well, and this the set looks look set looks looks great. It really does. Oh boy. Oh. Well, I don't know. The one I saw had all kinds of older stuff on it. They still have some garbage on there, but you know, you're never going to get them to stop playing. I don't want to lose a thing or whatever that horrible song is. If they let me pick the set list, which maybe <laughs> nothing past then they would, then they wouldn't be playing arenas. If oh yes, they the would. Oh yes, they would. Because I think that's who's coming out this time. I don't think the people coming out are the don't want to miss a thing and cry and cry. I know, I but don't... I feel like there's more stuff for older fans like us than there have been in the past. Yeah, I, I did I'm see saying. Adam's Apple was on the Yeah, the I was list. surprised to see that. Hangman's Jury, uh, mm-hmm. happy to see that. No more, no great... more. I haven't heard him play yeah, that in a yeah, while. Exactly. I, I, you know, and just to go on a little Aerosmith thing, when I, that's the one thing, last time I saw him, I think it was like 2014 or 15, when they did... Uh, uh, Kings and Queens, a lot of the crowd like tuned out. And I was yeah, like, because they don't know it. Oh, I'm like, this is like rock royalty music where we, everyone, yeah. Oh, they, because those younger people know the 80s MTV. They know yeah. MTV. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of fans who will, you know, start liking a band because Janie's got a gun and they'll never go back and buy Draw the Line or Rocks or Toys in the Attic or any of that stuff you know get your wings take take your pick but um so anyways yeah the kiss show was great and i've got some cool stuff i want to share but i'm not going to give things away but i will tell you this that i learned an awful lot about what's going to be happening this fall and i'm telling you it's really cool they are let's just say they're bringing everything including the kitchen sink so they're really ramping it up for this last group of shows and that's literally all i'm going to say because so, so ba- don't. basically, don't don't judge it by what you saw at the show that just happened, because that no. was that was a one-off show that they kind of threw together with various stage elements that they yes. had in the warehouse. They, I can tell you, I've seen four different stages. They've got an A stage, which is what started out at the beginning of the farewell tour, the the um, end of the road tour, which I think that it's going to be that plus other stuff. Then there's a stage B show, which was like 10 or eight pods. Then there was a C stage, which had three pods or the triangle um, lighting in the ceiling. And then there's this one-off stage where it's literally more like a classic light stage for a KISS show that doesn't resemble anything from the end of the road. And the reason being is, is if they're only doing one show in the, literally the middle of nowhere, a lot of that stuff was backline. They brought, you know, obviously elements of it, but even the pyro wasn't quite right. Um, from the last show, there was some some issues. But uh, I'm really excited to to see what they're talking about 
um, starting next month. And like I said, that's all I'm going to say, just simply because I don't, I'm not the person to tell you the story and I don't want to take their thunder from them if they want to say something about it. But I talk to people that are on the crew. That's where I'm getting this information from that are working on the design, that are working on these different things. And it just sounds really cool. And so I'm really excited and I can't wait to get out there. The show was really good. Um, they had a lot of freaking people there. I mean, they, yeah, there's like 25,000 people, I think. Yeah, it, they packed the place. And I was shocked because they were the only one playing. They didn't start till nine o'clock. And at 830, it was like there was still a lot of open space. And then like by five minutes to nine, you turn around and it was just like nothing but a sea of people. So, guys, this is not indicative of what is going to be the end. They are really going to go out with a bang. So, I'm excited. Yeah, I had somebody just yesterday ask me, it's like, what do you what do you think is going to happen in at least in the last two shows? I'm like, well, I expect you'll get the same basic end of the road stage, yeah. but they'll try and put as much piss elements into it as they can, meaning as much more pyro, as much more lights, as much. Just think how over the top can Kiss go from the end of the road stage that you've already seen. And, That's and my, my prediction. Describe it. I think you're dead on. That's a great way to describe it. And I would say that everybody that sees it from Cleveland through New York City will get that experience. It, it just looks phenomenal. And the stuff I was hearing was, I was so excited to hear that they're really going to, they're really going to push it. And I also want to say, I really believe that this is it. I think this is done. I don't believe there's going to be uh, anything after this. I've been told by multiple good sources that December 2nd. Yeah, exactly. And, and even Gene, I had a very nice conversation with him in the afternoon. And he was saying, look, he's like, I'm tired. It's time. It's just time. I can't keep doing this. Well, he looked pretty sincere to me when he was telling me this. And it was just a regular. Yeah, but so, so let's, let's discuss that in a bit. So I could imagine full-blown huge KISS production like this. Yes, it's done. But what's what? Why would he be tired if somebody said, "Gene, we want Kiss to come and do um, a very no makeup, no production, acoustic show, sort of like what you went and saw up at um, Badlands?" God, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, not saying that something like that couldn't happen. But right. I, when when I a say full that, blown I, tour production, night after night after night, it's is done. done. It's done. done. Yes. yes. And, and, and so I'm not saying they can't change their mind. Everyone can. And I know that every band has done it and most continue to do it. And I'm not shilling for them. I'm just simply saying to you when I have a very nice, sincere conversation with one of the people in the band who's telling me this, I'm going to take them at face value at this point. I mean, they've always said from day one of this tour, this is the last kiss tour. There will be no more tours right, of but this magnitude and scale. Well, and to, to Mark's point, I even asked, well, what about like a Vegas residency? And I've heard unequivocally, unequivocally Nothing. no, 
no, no. So all I'm saying to you is either you take the chance, you buy a ticket, you go to see it, or maybe it never happens again. And then you'd be like, well, you know, so it's, it's a crapshoot, but I don't care if there was any more later. I'm, I'm having so much freaking fun going to these shows. I don't care. I want to see as many as I can before it's over. And thank God after they're done, Aerosmith is out on the road so I can get see, go see a bunch of their shows. Uh, I've heard that next year is Cheap Tricks last year, that they're going out at 50 as well. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. But it was a great show. Uh, it was abbreviated set. It was a little over 90 minutes. So they dropped Deuce. They dropped Say Yeah. And they dropped Do You Love Me. And then there was no, Paul didn't fly or any of that. And because there was no pods, Gene didn't go up. So I got some really cool photos that are different than everything else I've shot before, simply because the stage lighting, everything the set up all was different. And so for me, I enjoy those little subtlety changes that they do, whether it's intentional or not. And it was weird seeing the show with just like regular lighting versus the pods. But it was cool because, again, it was different. You know, they just had one big screen behind them and, uh, you know, two screens out on the side, one on each side of the stage. But I enjoyed it. I really did. I thought it was great. Cool. So there you go. And I'm going to be sending a bunch of photos to Michael. So in anticipation of them starting it up here in October, we'll start to share some photos here over the next 20 days or so to keep you guys busy. By the way, I love that one uh, you sent um, of the big screen. I don't want to, you know. Oh, yeah. That was, did did he, did you hear back? Oh, yeah, he loved it. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, and I have was, to, I, I've good. got one for his partner in crime, too. Nice. Which is even better. Nice. Because the only thing is his picture on the screen and Tommy standing over here. It's fantastic. So, cool. Cool. really cool. I try to, and just so you guys know, if we're ever at shows together and if I recognize you, I will always try to take a photo of you on the big screen on the KISS stage. And that's what um, Mark was referring to. We have a friend that I sent one to. It's just, it's, I don't know, I just think it's kind of cool mm -hmm. to have something like that. So mm -hmm. I will always try to do that for you. If you're at a KISS show and you're in the front, you better be going like this, like crazy whenever the camera's on you. I, by the way, just uh, just I just because I think it's cool. And I've obviously been listening to participate in the conversation, but I'm just thumbing through my new issue of Cream. Nice. There's, there's already three or four pictures and little stories of Kiss. It's just cool because even if you remember back in the '70s, even if Kiss wasn't a main article, there'd always be a little. You you always there. had to thumb through it and find it. Yeah, yeah. So yep. far, well, you know, Mark, Mark. I mean, you wouldn't know this. But that was something we discussed quite heavily a couple weeks ago with Alan and Pear. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're right. I wouldn't. I haven't had fucking any time to myself at all to, to listen. Or, I was bummed because it's funny that the, the, those two, um, in, the one with, with uh, Julian and the one with Pear and Alan, I, I was so like hyped to, to do those because I love both those well, well, yeah, you arranged them, and then yeah, backed out. Them, and they would <laughs> show up. I'm like, telling you right now, I was this close today to being not being able to. But I wouldn't the, have the reason, wouldn't have surprised anybody. 
look, man, I got a business to run. <laughs> and, and until three side starts paying for all this crap. <laughs> well, you, you could know. just stop buying all the crap and just participate. Mm, oh, here it is. Number your kiss mention. Number all right. Four. So are, are we talking about anything today? Well, we- no. Well, here, let's let's I mean, we've already been on for for just about an hour here. Really? But I want to maybe do a quick little tease and we can do a full show of this coming up. Um, I had mentioned on, and I'm going to try and move my camera closer here. I had mentioned on Facebook a few weeks ago that I had found in my storage locker That's after great. the move. I love this idea. A foot locker. Let me see if I can get out of the way here. So there's a foot locker. Full of crap. And over the years, this foot locker has sort of been where I put what I kind of think are the cooler, more special piss collectible stuff. I mean, and, and maybe in an upcoming show, I can take my um, iPad down into the garage. I've literally got dozens upon dozens upon dozens of boxes of kiss crap. That still has to be gone through. But I knew this foot locker right. would probably have good stuff in it. I haven't looked in this foot locker probably 13 plus years. See, that's cool. Okay. So this is like it's, a, it's, a brand old time capsule. It's kind of like uh, opening Al Capone's vault, except I know it's not empty because it fucking weighed a ton for me to fucking move it up the steps. Because if it didn't and have anything in it, we would definitely start calling you Geraldo. Hold yep. on, hold on. Mike, didn't you work in a certain industry for a while? Are you sure you want to open that? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, exactly. I was just like waiting. Exactly. It's, like, it's going to be filled with that. And, <laughs> oh, crap, that's my, my foreign foot locker, not my kid's <laughs> foot locker. Um, you, you so let me... magazines weigh a ton. <laughs> we won't We won't go that's through Masters everything. Volume 12. I will... Move all of these freaking tour books. Now these yeah. are not all Kiss tour books. There's um, was this with the throwdown? Yeah, they with are. Mitch? This was. These are from. Yes, you remember that throwdown with Mitch where where we embarrassed fantastic. him badly because he thought he had the greatest tour book collection in the world, and I was just like, well, okay. You smoked. Let's them. see, especially with the stuff from like uh, what was it the the weenie roast? There's a uh, Ozzy diary. Bon Jovi, White Snake. Oh, here you go. Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil, tour book. Um, well, the one you whizzed past was that um, Ricky Allen Jackson. Oh, there's oh, Sticks, Saxon. Um, I was trying what to Saxon find one. You got? I don't know. Let's see which one is it. And some of these might have come from Adrian oh, over in Europe. Oh my God! Denim and leather. Where um, were you in '79 when the dam began? I got a, I got a, quite a few um, Donington yeah, monsters of rock one. ones that well, I've got all Ad, them, so. Adrian would send me as well. Um, but let me move these off to the side. And uh, here, can you identify which tour that is? It's the lick it up one. There you go, because it's got the box. Yeah. Yep. I've got the Creatures one somewhere here, my original Creatures one. Um, All right. Let's get rid of, I found a couple things of Kiss Pez. Mm -hmm. 
apparent my state of euphoria oh anthrax license plate i always like that i like that tune the title track on that record my uh euphoria. kiss neon light that still yeah. works it's the class all right so let's open this up oh my god uh let's see so is there anything you think if there's something sealed could we open it today no, oh, I don't. I don't fucking care. I'll open everything <laughs> and play it. So these Mike, are those itineraries. These are itineraries. Ooh, Australia, two thousand three. Oh boy! Farewell tour. Mark, do you farewell have those? tour. No, I'm starting to shake. Mark doesn't have any of this. Farewell no. tour. Now the cool thing is, like these that I just showed, these were actually mine because this is when I was working with them. So when they'd go out on tour, they'd give these to me, so I knew where they were in the office or if i was going to go out on the road i'd know where everything is you're gonna pull but a page out of one of them i've no. also <laughs> bought stop? like here's some ruining it. um reunion tour ones that i think i picked up at maybe a convention or something like that um i'm thinking yeah um you find a, a kiss vid king flyer <laughs> no shit yeah. There's Psycho Circus, Farewell Tour. There's another Reunion Tour, Rock the Nation, Australia and Japan. Mark's oh, actually paying attention. Um, Kiss Aerosmith, Kiss Aerosmith. These are things that, Mark doesn't these are have. certain collectibles <laughs> that I will keep. Because these are very cool. They're personal to me. Um, let's see. What have I got here? Some freaking books. A Studio 54 book. Um, Reputation is a Fragile Thing. That's a great book. Oh, here. I have that. That's the Intrepid yeah. uh, Press Kit. Yep. With his classics yeah. comic book in here. That couple photos the bio, bio do you do you have the sheet uh, the, the book so that's all that was in this do you have the press uh, kit from marvel for the for the comic uh i'm pretty sure i do i'm just yeah, not quite I, sure I have where a, I have, a lot of people don't know about that one um let's see what else have i got here Mitch's <laughs> letter? It, 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 no, this is a letter July 15th, 2000 that my mom wrote for me to give to Gene Simmons at the at the Target Center. Nice. Really? Yeah. She made she cooked chocolate chip cookies and I gave Gene chocolate chip cookies that my mom That's made awesome. for him. Um this is Yahoo's online music awards. Why this is important is back in 2000. There's my press kit for showing up there. Um, Kiss online was up for 
the award for the best artist website from Yahoo. Um, we That's got awesome. beat out. We got beat out by David Bowie. Yeah. Lame. Um, let's see. Photo with Dale Torborg. Uh, Here. This is Kisopoli. Now, this is cool from the standpoint of I helped a lot in putting this together. Researching it, you know, what, what would look good and stuff like that. And I remember when this came out, you probably remember this, Mark. This was like the hottest thing to get. Mm -hmm. Kissopoly came out at, at yep. any Kiss, Kiss Expo. These things were like gold. People were buying them left and right. Um, let's see. What else have I got in here? Um, oh, that's the one from, uh, from the Wango. The Wango Tango, which you could potentially consider as a Kiss tour book um because kiss played this event and i'm trying to find where in here is there i think there's a photo of them in here for playing there i'm pretty sure there is yeah i would think there is here we go yeah kiss. Say i have one yeah, so wango tango i think i got a stack of them in here because i went to that show and photographed it um, Mike, what happened? You remember what happened at that show? No. Didn't they? What? Didn't the, the backdrop start on fire? I don't know, because you know what? I was if 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 for people who weren't there, Wango Tango was at um the Rose Bowl, right? Yes, or was that Dodger Stadium? No, that was Rose Bowl. Wango Tango, so it was huge and. I was buried right down in the photo pit. So, it, you know, I couldn't see most of the stage. Honestly, I couldn't see much at all other than looking straight up and seeing, you know, a six-foot stage in front of me and the guys right there. So I don't know what happened back there. Um, some Kiss Psycho Circus comics. Eh, here. 2002 you were giving those things out at the show merch catalog yeah mm -hmm. yeah you know and P and knowing kiss fans kiss fans collected them all because it was kiss and it had kiss photos in it Guilty. um oh here's um mary yeah yeah mary kissmas one of them this is paul peter ace and gene i've got some more somewhere around here uh Patches. Magnet. They're oh, magnets, but they're well, they are patches kind of on the front, but they've got magnet backs. Hmm. Um someone was repurposing them. A motley crew air freshener. Why would you have someone's groin for an air freshener though? Let's I be have real. No freaking idea. Um oh, Christmas card from Bruce. Uh, let's see. Boy, there's a lot of crap in here. Now you know why you got that. April twenty seventh, nineteen ninety five. This is a printout of an email that I sent to Kiss Nation on AOL, which at the time was Gene. 
So Gene used to be on AOL as Kiss Nation. And um, hello, Mike. This is Gene Simmons. From Kiss. <laughs> Appreciate the offer of help. I, I basically emailed and said I'd, I'd be happy to be his liaison for the Internet Kiss Army. Appreciate the offer for your help. Suggest you call slash fax Tommy Thayer at. He is in charge of the Kiss conventions, and we'd be honored if you'd like to participate. All the best. So print out of an email Gene sent me. So this is 1995. This is. Right around when I started Kiss Otaku, this was three years before I started working with Kiss. Um, what do we got here? Hell, here's a set list. I don't know from what show. Revised was there anything from Psycho Circus on it? Revised 32497. This might be the set list from the, um, what was the um, Lost Cities tour? I took my parents to go see them in Mankato. Um, let's see. I don't know what this is from, but it says, compliments of Kiss, Mike, best wishes from Gene and Paul. Not sure what that was for, what I was sent. Uh, here's a window cling for the Kiss Symphony album. Uh, yeah. Do you have that one, Mark? Kiss. I have to double check. I know I have the one. Kiss from... meets the Phantom script. It's not very rare. It's easily to, easy to find. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, here's, I know, this is one I want to show. This is from Olson Elementary Junior High School, Tommy, in Bloomington. This would have probably been eighth grade. And we did a, in social studies, and I can't remember the teacher's name, but we had a thing in social studies where we each got to bring in a record album in social studies. I don't know what the fuck this has to do with social studies, but I brought in rock and roll over. And then for extra credit, we could write a paper on a band. So I, rem you know, and I cut this out. This isn't, this is kind of embossed kiss lettering. I cut out, put on here. Did you get an A? I got, yeah, it's actually was worth 2000 points. He gave me 2,100 points for this. Oh. So I put a couple of my cards on here. Then how it all began. Kiss mm. was formed in 73. What kisses contributed? Their biographies. Um, oh, I misspelled Fraley. F R E H L Y. I always hated that guy. 
Um, Careful, that's going to get back fun, to it. You're going to end up with fun, fun facts about the band. And I think I took a lot of this stuff maybe out of um, one of the Kiss books that, remember that book that um, Peggy Tamarkin wrote? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's the Kiss. Yeah. Uh, uh, it started Kiss out Diary, as the Kiss. It started out as the Kiss Diary, but it was Kiss authorized or something. I can't remember. Yeah. I think I took a lot of these facts from it. Kiss albums. So at the time, they only had eight albums out that I wrote this. What was the last one? Double Platinum. Okay. Mo- and I I highlighted that and I said most recent. It just came out. Oh, I, I wrote here, I got all the info out of Super Teen Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, talk about this goes way back to like, right back to your bedroom. My beginnings of Kiss. Like, I'd only been a fan for a couple of years, and I wrote this whole report on Um, Here, this is issue number one of Wired Magazine. And why did I keep this? Because, let me see if I can find the article in here. Uh, Contents, contents. I can't quickly find it. There was an article in Wired Magazine about the otaku. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Here, here we go. They are very weird. (laughs) They are very weird. They, and they are very Japanese. Are otaku a mutant aberration or early prototypes of new digital humans? I read this article about otaku, and it references otaku as anime fans. And I'm like, Holy shit, this completely describes the KISS Army. This was the inspiration for me to come up with KISS Otaku as the name of my first website. Issue number one, Wired Magazine. Uh, let's see. Here, a bunch of these. Oh, yeah, I got those. Flyers. A stack of flyers. Here, uh, the Pennzoil 400 at Homestead, Miami. This is where the Kiss car was racing. I went down there and spent the weekend at that event. More comic books. Let's see what else I can find buried in here. How about... This came from, or at least it was priced at Walgreens for 79 cents. Oh, you still got the. That's what I. I never. I've those, never used it. Never used like it. When you now, collect those, having the that uh, the red page. That that's always the thing people want. <clears throat> they want the there's red the page. Paul, there's the Paul yeah, Stanley well, with the yeah, merch form. Yep. Here's the. Oh, the Gene Simmons doesn't. So wah, somebody must have ripped wah. that out. And Peter Chris doesn't have it either. Maybe you Walgreens. should pull it out of the Seven, other two. 79 cents. Pull it out of the <laughs> other two, Michael. Make a match? Yeah. <laughs> so then all four. Here's my happen. here's my parking pass for Wango Tango. 
You can't escape his kiss. Mike, did you go to Toronto? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Liz and I went too. That was uh, pretty awesome. Um, there's a Motley Crue patch. Maybe it came off my vest. <laughs> yeah, here's a whole bunch more of the Wango Tango. Oh my God, this one's creased. Um, here's uh, what is this? This is New Line Cinema. New Line Cinema, Detroit Rock City screenplay. Oh boy, oh boy. Right up there with Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Um, let's see. A Gibson Ace Fraley Monster Pack, which is, I think, strings and yeah. uh, strings, a strap. strap, and some picks. Yep. Um, I know I've got more rare stuff buried. God, Mike, in this here. is like going right back to the 90s. Oh, this is just, yeah, I love going through stuff like this. Let's see. Oh, here's uh, a Playboy Expo. When Gene Simmons made an appearance in makeup at the Playboy Expo to celebrate. In makeup? Some re- yeah. Yeah, this really? would have been around Psycho Circus. But still, I, that's kind of cool. I don't even remember that event. Um, what have I got here? Something Union. Union autographed photo. A ticket stub from Kiss Fever. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what do I got? Oh, Kiss Contract Rider 1982-83 Business Requirements and Technical Provisions I got one We went over that because I have one Is that we the one went we went over? over? Yeah, that's the Creatures and, the, and then here's the Kiss Forum shows August 25th through the 28th Um, From Alive 2? Yes It shows that the revised seating capacity broken down will be for the three shows. They will make a hundred. They will sell one hundred and forty one thousand dollars in tickets. (laughs) Is that crazy? Spreadsheets. um, Drawings of the stage. I love that stuff. This came from uh, ATI, which was their booking agency. Uh, What is this? This is United States District Court, Central District of California, 1997. Vincent Cusano versus Gene Klein, Paul Stanley, the Kiss Company. Next. One of his (laughs) failed lawsuits. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. January 31st, 2001. This is a fax from McGee's office and it's a statement. Eric Singer, the last drummer in Kiss has rejoined the band to complete the Farewell World Tour, their celebration of the band's 30-year history. 
In a joint statement, Ace Fraley, Gene Simmons, and Paul Stanley said, quote, Eric has been a member of our family and his drumming and singing have been the cornerstone of past KISS tours. We are stoked that we can bring our ultimate spectacle to KISS fans worldwide. I'm guessing this was the statement that I was faxed to put up on KISS Online to announce Eric coming back to the band. I remember that. Causing complete meltdown in the KISS Army. Um, I know I've got some crazy stuff from Australia somewhere in here. Boy, what have I got here? Black Diamond. Black Diamond Legion. KISS Expo Schedule. Third Annual Chicago KISS Convention. I was starring there. Vinnie Vincent. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the one that that I was supposed to do the Q&A with Vinny. And then just minutes before, he and I were up in the um, promoter's room talking about it. He said, no, you know what? I think I'd be more comfortable having Richie do the Q&A, Richie Rano. Mm-hmm. So Vinny basically at the last minute blew me off from doing the Q&A. That was what, 96? Mm, let's see. November 12th. I don't know if it would have been. I don't know. I can't remember. I, I remember it. I was at, was at the, it was, it was at the, it was at the park West. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very weird layout. Oh, yeah. There's this. There's, it's a manila envelope. No words on the outside of the envelope. Unplugged. I don't know. There's a photo from Unplugged, a envelope with press on it. Jesus, it's taped shut. Have I never even opened this? Oh, it slides. Oh, cool. It slides. So these would have been press slides that would have been sent out. This was sent a press kit, basically, that was sent out to media for Unplugged. Um, oh, here. I was at this show. Vinnie Vincent Invasion and L.A. Guns, live at the Vic Theater in Chicago. I don't have much memory of that show. Maybe that says something you, you, about you how good it was. Don't most people block out trauma? Well, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Maybe it wasn't that special to remember. L.A. Guns was um, great. I remember that much. More flyers... Oh, here, Mark, Blaze you'll, 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 you'll recognize that. Blaze Fest. That was um, first time Eric Singer sang live with Kiss. Uh, let's see. Bunch of rock soldiers, kits. Boy, this is just, this is, Mark, you probably love this stuff. This is just like stacks of clippings that is the stacks of clippings that i have to go through and sort out and figure out what they are and oh here's a union that's the history man a union promo itinerary february 8th through the 15th kind of like those tour books that i got for kiss but this is for union 
What else? The is Chris here? One. Mainline Magazine. Oh, what do we got? Something from history. Oh, I've got that envelope. That's was uh, explaining the for the for sale thing. Congratulations! Your recent reservation of one copy yeah. of history makes you one of a limited and exclusive group of Kiss fans. Blah 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 blah. Remember getting Kiss mail at home, for like from officially from Kiss. I love that. I was like, I hope I can find here easily the letter I got from. Chris Lent in 1987 when I applied for a job with Kiss. Chris Lent actually mailed me back a nice, polite rejection. Um, this, I don't know what year this would have been. This is something I created. This was my Kiss collection. Bootleg albums, singles, EPs. Wow. Wow. This is kind of cool. All right. Not super sexy, but back in time. Um, let's see. Mercury Records. Something for Carnival of Souls. Press kit. Phantom of the Opera. Tour book. Is that the poster? Uh, yes. Yep, there you go. Was it, did it all always come autographed or did I get it? No, I don't think mine came autographed. I don't think. So then I got it autographed because I know I, I met Paul afterwards. Um, here, this just fell out. My weenie oh, no, just fell out. That, that was the one I was thinking about. Not the, the weenie uh, roast. Yes. Not the, the very first show back in makeup. Yes. That was, Tiger the one, Stadium. that was the one that the backdrop caught on fire. I, I yeah. was mistaken. I don't, I just knew that they were both out west. It's all. Um, Sony signatures. Kiss strategy meeting notes, April, 1997. Oh, this is interesting talks. This would be a strategy meeting related to uh, Psycho Circus, before Psycho Circus came out. Talking about McFarland Comics, Nickelodeon, an animated feature film. Burger King. Kiss has begun initial discussions with Burger King on a national campaign for the flame-broiled Kiss Burger. Never heard right. that before. <laughs> I have not either. That's the great album, thing about Album release, conventions, a Spawn feature film, Spencer Gifts. Publicity and marketing, corporate promotions, licensing, retail strategy, tour tie-ins, Kiss catalog. I, I Kiss love catalog online things. site. Showcase of Kiss products developed by Sony Signatures and Lace. So that that Kiss catalog online site talked about in April of '97 is what led to me in October of '98 coming on board to build the website. Um, Kiss property update, April 97. Wow, I, I don't know if I've actually even looked through this. This is kind of cool stuff. This could be a show. <laughs> yeah, no, new dude. The Kiss Merchandising Summit. Not sure what this is. 
Sony Signatures Kiss Tour Retail and Licensed Merchandise, October 15th, 1997. Um, wow. Just, I think it's kind of a pack that Signatures probably put together for Kiss. Yeah, I have something similar to that. Showcasing everything. Yeah, that those things, like you said, Mike, those are a show in itself going through and talking yeah. about the things that were made and things that weren't. And also, too, that stuff like uh, the, the Burger King thing. That's the first I've heard of that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's little things like that that I got to go in and read this more to learn about it. Bruce Allen Talent, Mike Branvold. What is this? This is something about Bruce Fairburn. Oh, it's a couple slides of Bruce Fairburn with Kiss. Mike, here are a couple shots of Bruce with Kiss and with his engineer. If you could please return them to me. Sorry, Bruce, didn't get back to returning these to you. I apologize. Um, you know. I keep every freaking thing, invoices and everything. It's got to all be looked through. Uh, you know, what would we, be ma we, we mask our appreciation. As... Michael, you know what would be kind of cool is when you do have time to go through all that stuff. If you find some things that are really interesting to the fans, maybe you could scan a few and share them on our page. Here's, um, looks like this is a folder of my project working with Gene on Kistry 2. And it's copies of, I'm not sure if these would have been emails or faxes. Here, let's see if this has got anything I can't talk about. So, December 22nd, 1997, to Gene Simmons. This would have been a fax. Dear Gene, as photos start to arrive, do you want me to keep any kind of log or database of what comes in and from who? Also, would you like me to send them to the P.O. box or another address? Hope you and your family have a great holiday. I fax that to Gene. Gene takes the fax, writes his answers on it, and sends it right back to me, circling, yes, database, yes, P.O. box. <laughs> um, that's the way Gene always operates. You just take your fax and fax it right back to you. Um, oh. Okay, tell them I'll be down in one minute. Um, all right. So I got to actually run because somebody's here. But I've only gone through half of the footlocker. What do you say Same we do? Yeah. What do you later. say we do a whole dedicated episode or two about literally digging into this stuff? Because I will just show you. I mean, you can, if you can see here. Let's see. You know, there's there's still just piles of crap in here. Piles. Piles and piles. Here's like my Kiss Army inserts. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there's just so much stuff here that we could go through. What is this? A poster of the kiss. That's the naked girl one from. Uh... Yeah. Uh, just so much stuff in here, and I know there's there's cool. I know I know there's a bunch of cool stuff in here that's small that would be like, wow. So okay. let's yeah. let's all circle back, and I will open stuff. I will peel it off. I will stick it onto stuff. I'll drive people nuts. Yeah. Um. Boy. All right. I got I I have to run so let's wrap this up real too. quick guys okay, we're done bye homework <laughs> bye what do you think should we do more in the footlocker should we do a tour of all the boxes in my garage mark will never give us a full tour so you're going to have to settle for what i got and no, it look, won't I'm compare little, to mark a little bit of the you know a little bit of the stuff here yeah i mean i got i got my walls I set saw up that. behind I saw me that. You know, almost there, about 90% set up. And I got um, the records in the rack. They aren't alphabetized, but they're in there. Um, nice. All right. That's it, everybody. Three sides of the coin. I'll see you next Do week. you have something to say? Leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320-515-VOICES for three sides of the coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by jessicamarsvoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.